Hello there, everyone. It's Andrew here, and you're listening to the Culips English Podcast. How's it going, listeners? Welcome back to Culips. This is a simplified speech episode, and if you're new to Culips or don't know what simplified speech is, let me explain. Simplified speech is the Culip series for intermediate level English learners that features clear and understandable conversations between native speakers. And we design simplified speech episodes to help you build your English skills and develop fluency faster. So I'm kind of alone for today's episode. Kind of. We'll be hearing from the other Culips hosts as we go along, but for now, I'll talk to you directly. It's only me. The topic of this episode is 2021, and the plan is to take a look back at this year. The end of the year is a great time for introspection and gives us an excellent opportunity to reflect, recenter, and motivate ourselves to achieve our goals and live our best life in the upcoming year ahead. So guys, this will be the last episode of the year, and what a busy year it's been here at Culips. We released over 75 regular episodes this year, plus many Fluency Files episodes as well. Fluency Files is our series that's exclusive for Culips members. So if you're not a Culips member, maybe you haven't heard them, but we also released a lot of those bonus episodes also. And on top of all that, Cassie and I also hosted monthly live streams every month this year. And it was great to hang out and interact with a lot of you who viewed and participated in the live streams. We also did a lot of tweaks and upgrades to our website. We launched a bunch of new features like a comment section, a discussion form, and we're just about to release a brand new interactive transcripts feature as well that will make learning with our study guides a much, much better experience. And we're super excited about that and we can't wait for you all to try it out. So stay tuned for the announcement about that coming up very, very soon. We even added a new member to the Culips team this year, and we were so happy to have Anna join us as the new Chatterbox co-host. Anna's been doing a fantastic job as a host, and she's a great teacher as well, and has made a fantastic addition to our team. How about you, listeners? How was your 2021? I think people all over the world had big plans, and maybe for a lot of us, those plans didn't quite work out the way that we had hoped. Many of us believed that in 2021, the COVID pandemic would become less serious and life would return to normal again, but that didn't really happen. We're still living through this pandemic as I record this episode and, of course, all of the limitations and restrictions that it brings. I think I can speak for almost everyone when I say that I truly hope that next year life finally starts to return back to normal again and we can start to put COVID behind us and move on with our lives. Regardless if this year was amazing for you or if it wasn't quite what you were hoping for, I really want to thank each and every one of you who listened, studied, and learned with QLips this year. 
We have listeners from all over the world, from all different backgrounds and all different levels of English ability, from beginner all the way up to native speaker. Believe it or not, there are some native speakers who listen to us as well. Some of you guys are casual listeners who tune in now and again, and some of you are hardcore and listen and study with Qlips every day. And I have to say that I'm thankful for all of you. I want to especially thank all the people who went out of their way to support us by leaving a review or a comment or telling your friends about Qlips or even by becoming a Qlips member. Support from the Qlips community is really what keeps us going. And as you guys know, we don't have any advertisements or sponsors from companies. So we depend totally on the community. And without you all, Qlips wouldn't exist. So thanks for all of your help and support over this last year. It's been totally awesome and moving to see. So enough of me babbling on here. Let's hear from some of the Qlips team members about how their 2021s went. We'll start with Cassie because she had a pretty good year. During the most recent live stream that Cassie and I did, which, by the way, you guys can catch the replay of on our YouTube channel, and I'll put the link to that in the description for this episode if you want to watch it later. But during that live stream, Cassie rated her 2021 as 9 out of 10, which is a pretty high score. So I asked Cassie to summarize her year and talk about some of what she did in 2021, Let's take a listen to what she had to say. I gotta say, Andrew, 2021 has been pretty amazing. I got engaged. I got to visit America for the first time in a while due to, you know, pandemics going on. Um, and I got my dream job as a high school math and physics teacher, which I'm really loving. Hearing about how great Cassie's year was, I'm wondering if 9 out of 10 is too low of a score. Sounds like a fairy tale year to me. Getting engaged, going on an amazing trip, getting her dream job. Can you get much better than that? I also asked Cassie if she accomplished her New Year's resolutions and goals for 2021. Let's take a listen to how she answered that question. Well, if listeners remember, which I talked about it a lot throughout this year, my, my main goal, my resolution was to read 100 books. And I was close, but I did not read 100 books, unfortunately. I have to be honest and say that reading 100 books in a year is a pretty daunting goal. Daunting. Daunting. I like that word, daunting. D-A-U-N. T-I-N-G. When we describe something as pretty daunting, it means that it's intimidating and we get a little bit nervous or stressed out just thinking about it. For example, cooking dinner for 10 people would be pretty daunting. Maybe traveling to a foreign country where you can't speak the local language would also be pretty daunting. Starting a new hobby, like lifting weights at the gym or learning to play a new musical instrument, those things can also be pretty daunting. And definitely, reading 100 books is a pretty daunting goal because it's really difficult to reach that goal, right? Essentially, you have to read almost two books a week, which is a lot of reading. 
So I'm sure you're all dying to know about how many books Cassie was actually able to read. Of course, I was as well, so I made sure to ask her about it. Well, it's not quite the end of the year yet, but I have read at this point 86 books. I almost counted as a win. Cassie used a great expression there. She said that she counted reading 86 books this year as a win. To count something as a win. To count something as a win means to consider it a success. So Cassie's got a really positive attitude. Don't you agree? Even though she didn't reach her goal exactly, she's still considering reading 86 books this year a success. And I agree. That is a great success indeed. A question we get asked often here at Culips is, can you recommend an interesting book for me to read? So since Cassie read so many books this year, I think she's an expert. And I wanted to ask her about the book that she enjoyed the most. And here's what she said. Wow, that's a hard question. There's two books that I want to recommend because they're actually Netflix shows, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, the first one is a trilogy, the Shadow and Bone trilogy by Lee Bardugo. I hadn't heard of these books before, but I googled them and I found out that they are extremely popular. They were on the New York Times bestsellers list, on Amazon.com's editors pick lists, and of course there's a Netflix series as well. It's a fantasy series, so the language in these kind of books can be a little bit difficult to understand at first because there are lots of words that we just don't really use in our everyday lives about magic and weapons and war and dragons and all of these topics that are talked about in fantasy novels. However, reading books like this can be an awesome way to deepen your knowledge of English vocabulary beyond the basics. So if fantasy is a genre you enjoy, definitely check these books out. Cassie had one more recommendation, and when I asked her about the second book she'd recommend, she said the following. It's called The Three-Body Problem by Li Xu Jin. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. He's a Chinese author, very famous. I'm reading the translated works in English. <laughs> And guys, if you've read any good English books lately, please make sure to leave a comment on Qlips.com and let us know. I think a lot of other listeners out there would love to know about books to read, and of course, I'd be interested to know as well. Let's move on to Anna now, the newest member of our team. Anna joined Qlips in June, and it's been so fun getting to work with her this year. Anna's from England, which means that she has a different accent and speaking style than the rest of the Culips hosts because, well, the rest of us speak with North American accents. So Anna has brought the UK accent to Culips, and I'm so glad you guys can get to learn from her. Part of becoming a fluent English speaker means being able to understand how all English speakers speak, not just the ones from North America. So I'm really happy that Anna is now teaching all of us about the fascinating style of UK English. And I talked with Anna about her 2021 and how it went. And here's what she had to say. My 2021 was interesting. I have to say it was a little bit stressful. Um, I've learned a lot. So my year was 
to be honest, a lot about working really hard. So I've had to do a lot of things and I've had a lot on my plate, but I feel like I've made a lot of progress, even though actually probably it's been a more difficult year for me than than 2020, but I'm still working hard. I'm keeping going. I'm a trooper. So I'm looking forward to doing more things in 2022. Sounds like Anna had a really busy year, doesn't it? I love some of the expressions that she used when answering that question. She said that she had a lot on her plate, which means that she was really busy with work. If you have a lot on your plate, it means that you have a lot of work or many tasks to do. Let's hear Anna say that again a couple of more times. I've had a lot on my plate, but I feel like I've made a lot of progress. I've had a lot on my plate, but I feel like I've made a lot of progress. So she had a lot on her plate. She had a lot of work to do, but she's made a lot of progress and got a lot of work done. That's awesome. I also asked Anna if she achieved all the things she wanted in 2021. Here's how she responded to that question. Oh, absolutely not. No, I never achieve all the things I want to achieve, but I did make a lot of progress with some things, but there's still things on my list that I have to do. So I need to work on being a little bit more efficient and trying to manage my time a little bit better. But I did do some things, but more things to do. There's always more things. I love this answer because it reminds me of the way that I think about life often as well. There's always more things to do, more lists to make, more goals to achieve, more places to go, more books to read, more words to learn, and so on and so on and so on. More, more, more. It's what makes life interesting. I also asked Anna about the highlights for 2021. Here's what she had to say. Running my course for the first time, my Confident Presentations course, which was really exciting for me and to do something that I'm really, really interested in. And also just building my things and my channels and and going on holiday and going to the mountains a little bit. So well, there's a couple of highlights. I don't have one, but yeah, those are probably my highlights of 2021. Now, if you guys haven't heard Anna's other podcast, especially those of you who are learning English for business purposes, definitely check it out. It's called Anna with two N's English. And it's a fun and helpful business English podcast. I'll put the link in the description for this episode. So make sure to take a listen to Anna with two N's and show Anna your support. Are you curious about Suzanne too? Sue was gracious enough to talk to me, even though she's visiting her family for the holidays in Texas right now. So she didn't have her microphone with her but we were still able to connect and talk about how her year went. I asked her to sum up how 2021 was for her, and this is what she told me. In a nutshell, my 2021 was okay. It was pretty good. We had to postpone our wedding, but we did more travel, which was totally on our bucket list for this year. And going to France and being able to plan our wedding was really cool. Tasting all of the food, drinking the champagne, um, and seeing the location where we will be married, that was really cool. And we got to come here for the holidays uh, here in Texas to see my family and my nephew, which was really cool. Getting to spend Christmas together after almost 12 years apart was really, really a highlight. 
In a nutshell, I love that. That's an expression that we can use when we want to summarize something. So instead of giving us all the details about 2021, Sue just told us a summary. So she introduced that summary with the expression in a nutshell. She said, in a nutshell, my 2021 was okay. So Sue has some wedding updates that happened to her this year as well. Oh my gosh, so many wedding things happened to the Culips team in 2021. Of course, I got married, Cassie got engaged, and unfortunately, due to the ongoing pandemic situation, Suzanne had to delay her wedding plans until next year. But she did get to visit France and plan her wedding, though, and she told us all about that trip in the last Simplified Speech episode, number 135. So if you haven't heard that story yet, definitely go back and check that episode out. Suzanne and her partner Olivier also got new jobs this year, which is really exciting. And I want to pass on my congrats to both of them for that wonderful achievement. Let's listen to Suzanne describe these brand new jobs. So I started working at the university in the theater department in Montreal. And Olivier, my partner, got a new job managing a big team of people working on transportation, mobility, construction, really how the city moves. Now, finally, before I wrap up here, I'll quickly talk about 2021 for me. To be honest, it was an awesome year that saw a bunch of huge life changes for me. I got married in May and moved into a new apartment with my wife and our dog Pinky in June. My wife and I both worked from home all year this year because of the pandemic. And actually, we continue to both work from home. So that's meant that we can spend a lot of time together and eat lunch together every day. And so that's been really great. Now, all of these life changes meant that I wasn't quite as productive with my personal goals as I had hoped to be in 2021. So, for example, I think many of you know that I love to go running. That's one of my hobbies. And last year, I completed almost 3,000 kilometers of running. But this year, I only ran around 950 kilometers, which is a huge decrease from 2020. I think that drop is because now that we have our dog, Pinky, we have to walk him three or four times a day. And actually, he's staring at me right now, everyone. He wants to go outside for a walk. So as soon as I complete this recording, I'll take him for a walk. Now, usually after taking him for his walk, I feel too lazy to go outside again for a run. So... I guess either way, I'm being active, whether I'm running or walking pinky, and I probably walked more this year than I did in 2020, but I guess it's a little disappointing to see my number drop this year compared to last year. I also had the goal of reading 10 novels in Korean for 2021. For those of you who don't know, Korean is my second language, and I've been learning it for around seven years now. I live in Seoul, and my wife is Korean, so learning the language is a big priority for me. I did fall short of this goal, however. I ended up reading six Korean novels this year. Like Cassie, I'm still going to consider this a win. 
The time I spent reading Korean novels really helped me build my vocabulary and understanding of Korean sentence structure, and I just feel like it really helped develop my overall language skills as a whole. I probably also spoke more Korean this year than any other year in the past, and according to my study stats that, like the nerd I am, I track on my computer, I studied for around 340 days this year. The days I missed were around my wedding and when I was on my honeymoon and some other holidays, so I don't really feel bad about taking that time off at all. Overall, I'm really happy with my language learning progress this year. I say this around this time each year, but the most important thing that will guarantee ultimate success when learning a second language is consistency. If you keep coming back to the language, keep spending time with it daily, the results will come and your fluency will increase. Overall this year, I think I can safely say that I practiced what I preached and I made a consistent effort throughout the year that I'm satisfied with. My goal for language learning and Korean studies next year is going to be the same. Don't quit. Keep going. Stay consistent. All of these things. And along the way, I'll make sure to enjoy myself as much as possible by studying with the things that I find interesting, like novels, movies, and of course, podcasts. So I'm going to wrap things up here, everyone. Thanks again so much for learning English with Culips in 2021. And if you'd like to get serious about learning English in 2022, well, Culips is here to help. That's all for now. Talk to you next time.